Did you know Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Mondovi is really growing to meet the needs of farmers? Matt has expanded his service area, and your animals can enjoy the expanded feed lines and bulk custom feed mixes right now. He also has seed for all your planting needs for next spring's planting. Visit Bluff Country Feed and Seeds website at bluffcountryfs.com to see what Matt and the crew can do for you. Chilson Motors with Gene Chilson, our sponsors of our Wax Farm Show podcast. At Chilson's Corner Motors of Kadat and Chilson Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, we have an excellent selection of certified pre-owned Ram models to choose from. Purchase a certified Ram and receive our seven-year, 100,000-mile warranty and its factory-back coverage from Ram. A certified Ram offers a great deal of confidence and peace of mind with a seven-year, 100,000-mile warranty. And we now have a great selection in stock and ready for immediate delivery. And ready to get those farm chores done. Absolutely. To see all the models, call, click, or visit Chilson's Corner Motors of Kadat on the corner of Highway 27 and X or Chilson Chrysler Dodge on Business Highway 53 or visit us on the web at chilson.com. And remember, let our family take care of your family. It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. Good morning. It's a Wednesday morning already as we get through the week here. A little bit of uh, fresh snow on the ground around here. Not enough to bother, just a little bit of a covering. And uh, blow off of the, get the blower out. It'll blow off if you want to get rid of it. Otherwise, just leave it there to melt because with the temperatures, uh, I don't think it'll last long. But we do have varied weather in our listening area. Later on, some of that snow North of Eau Claire, you know, Medford, Turtle Lake uh, could be a little bit of an accumulation. And then later on this week, down south, it looks like uh, there'll be an accumulation right through this band across Eau Claire. Doesn't look too bad as far as uh, more accumulation of snow. But we'll talk about that. Mike Dandry is going to join us on this first day of March. Hey, good morning. Bob with you this morning doing the chores. Jill is at home at the Walkie Land and Cattle Company naming calves or doing something. I don't know, but she'll be in later on. She uh, was running around the countryside. Some things we're looking at and uh, hearing about. Don't forget today, if you've got a farm that's been in the same family, been in your family for the past 100 or 150 years or more, it's time to register them because today is the deadline with the Wisconsin State Fair. Now, this is not the Department of Agriculture. This is the Wisconsin State Fair you have to get in touch with. And if you haven't done it already, get in touch with them today so you can be recognized in your family and your uh, generations of people who have farmed on your land over 100 or over 150 years. Today is the deadline so you can be honored and recognized at the Wisconsin State Fair this summer as a centennial or sesquicentennial farm. But today is the deadline to get that done, and it's interesting, uh, so far now, since they started that program back in 1948, we now have 9,900 century farm and homes around Wisconsin, and the sesquicentennial program, over 150 years in the same family, that number has now reached 1,023. So you get a plaque, you get a nice awards breakfast, a commemorative photo, 
a certificate and an outdoor display sign that you can put in your yards signifying that uh, your operation has been in the family for over 100 years or over 150 years. So, again, today's the deadline. And uh, contact the Wisconsin State Fair. Those are the people that uh, run that operation. So we'll uh, talk about that and remind you of that before we uh, get off the air today. But uh, get someone that's littered on the computer, go to the State Fair and Google Century Farm or Sesquicentennial and get her all done because, again, the deadline is today and we want to have you down at the State Fair and get you recognized. And, uh, you know, that's a that's a real source of pride to have it in the family for that long. Also, don't forget, next week, and, uh, again, we're less than a week away from this now, the March 7th and 8th Farm Show. It's the 59th annual Eau Claire Farm Show. And it'll be held out at Menard's Chippewa Valley Expo Center out on the west side of town. You've been there before because we've been there the last few years. A great facility out there. Show hours, 9 to 3.30, both days. It's free parking, free admission. And there aren't many farm shows left around the area. Lacrosse gone. Rice Lake, gone. Marshfield, gone. Then you got to go over to Oshkosh for the big one over there, the three-dayer over at the EAA grounds in Oshkosh. So, again, Eau Claire and uh, Oshkosh, about the only shows left. And Eau Claire is a two-day show, the Eau Claire Farm Show, March 7th and 8th at Menard's uh, Old Mill. Well, I call it the Old Mill Center. It's uh, actually the Chippewa Valley Expo Center out on the west side of town. Stop in at our wax booth. We'll be there. Want to talk to you. Haven't seen folks for a while. As, uh, you know, we haven't had uh, COVID and everything else. So we want to... Get back out face-to-face and shake your hand. We'll have some prizes to sign up for. I believe we have some gift certificates to Marika's Gouda. And, uh, matter of fact, I was over at Marika Gouda, the new outlet. They just opened up in Eau Claire yesterday over by the Oakwood Mall, right across from Applebee's, the old Pier 1 facility. So uh, that's going on. So we got a lot of things to do. We'll talk about our weather, farm news, that Outlook conference was held. What's the outlook for the year ahead? busy morning this morning. I hope I'm up to it. Hi, I'm Bob Bosel, inviting you to join me on a tour of Scotland and Northern Ireland with Agricultural Highlights August 15th to the 25th. We'll see the scenery, the people, and the agriculture on this one-of-a-kind tour in the land of the 40 shades of green. We'll visit the Edinburgh Castle, make unique stops at an Irish dairy farm and other agricultural highlights and villages, and enjoy a Guinness or two. Visit HolidayVacations.com keyword wax to learn more about our tour, or call 888-557-1020 for a free brochure and make sure you get in touch with holiday vacations right away because that trip is really filling up fast and uh, again we're looking forward to uh, seeing the 40 shades of green and giants causeway and belfast it's going to be it's going to be something hey today about 36 for the high some precipitation here in my driveway a little dusting overnight but not much to uh, bother farther north though it's going to be a little more white as more snow will fall throughout the day today. Maybe two, three inches. We'll uh, wait and see. We'll check in with Mike Dandry and find out for sure later on. Tonight, it'll be down to about 17. And then the 30s, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Sunday, and Monday might be around 40. And uh, looking towards the end of the weekend into Monday, looks like maybe some more precipitation to deal with, that being down south. So, again, today, snow any accumulation, two, three, four inches, whatever it might be, farther north. And the high today, about 36, it's 39, right? Or 31 right now. 
this morning, and uh, if you are, it should be nice and white, should be quiet, should be a beautiful morning out there. Everybody pretty much in the 30s this morning. Medford's at 29, but otherwise, Rice Lake's 32. We're 31, so uh, it should get nice. We'll go up a few more degrees today on this first day of March. This is 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. Let's start with some information. NBC News Radio, I'm Trey Thomas. There will soon be a new mayor of Chicago. Mark Mayfield reports. Incumbent Mayor Lori Lightfoot conceded Tuesday in her bid for re-election. She said she congratulated Brandon Johnson and Paul Vallis, who are on a collision course, to meet in a runoff election on April 4th. Johnson is a county board commissioner and Vallis is a former public schools executive. Lightfoot became the first black woman to be elected mayor of Chicago back in 2019. Americans waiting to find out if the Supreme Court will allow student loan debt to be forgiven could be waiting until this summer for an answer. Brian Shook explains. That's because a decision on the cases may not come until June. During oral arguments, U.S. Solicitor General Elizabeth Prelogger argued the Biden administration has the authority to cancel hundreds of billions of dollars in student debt under the HEROES Act. It states the government can provide relief during a national emergency emergency such as the COVID-19 pandemic. The court also heard a case brought by two borrowers. Chinese officials say the country has been open and transparent regarding questions on the origin of COVID-19. Chinese Foreign Ministry spokesperson Mao Ning said that in response to recent statements made by U.S. Ambassador to China, Nicholas Burns. This comes in light of recent reports that the Energy Department and FBI suggested with varying levels of confidence that the COVID pandemic originated from a lab in Wuhan, China. The woman whose testimony helped send Charles Manson and several members of his cult to prison is dead at the age of 73. TMZ reports Linda Kasabian passed away at a Tacoma, Washington hospital on January 21st. You're listening to NBC News Radio. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Once again, weather, not too bad. Temperatures as we start March, 30s, maybe over the weekend, early next week, around 40. There is precipitation in the forecast for today, and uh, that's uh, north, maybe two, three, four inches north of Eau Claire. High of 36, down to 17 tonight. Partly cloudy Thursday, Friday, should see uh, some pokes at the sun. Mid-30s, cloudy on Saturday, 39, cloudy on Sunday, and about 40. Monday, mixed precipitation, and that will be further to the south. So, again, right around here, weather should be pretty quiet as we get into uh, March. Because today, 1st of March, 36 for the high. Right now, it's nice. 32 in Rice Lake, Medford, 29, 30 at Wausau, 31 at Marshfield, Lacrosse, 35, Green Bay, 34, Madison, Sun Prairie, a very pleasant 35 degrees. In Milwaukee, it's 38, and right here in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area, 31 degrees right now. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's take a look at the markets. Brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. As we sell, as we said, Jill's home taking care of her, her cattle. The cows are starting to calve, so uh, she's down there birthing calves and putting in tags and doing everything she has to do to get them healthy. 
As far as the cash livestock numbers, choice fed beef steers trading so far this week, 160 to 170, mixed 138 to 159. On the choice fed beef heifers, 160 to 172, with the mixed heifers, 133 to 159. Choice fed Holstein steers, 133 to 150, select and silage fed, 108 to 133 and a half. Cows trading 72 to 109, the bulls 90 to 112, hogs 65 to 70, sows 50 to 51 and a half, boars 16 and a half and down. 120 to 150 pounds shorn market lambs trading 135 to 148, the feeder lambs 150 to 280, ewes 75 to 250, small goats 170 to 205, the medium goats 130 to 215, large goats 160 to 460, and the nanny goats, 15 to $240. At the Mercantile Exchange yesterday, live cattle prices and feeder cattle were higher. Hogs were mixed. We've got uh, April live cattle, 165.47. That was up a half a dollar. June at 161.35, up 47. August, 160.25, up 60. Feeder cattle for March, 189.80, up 62. April, 195.07, up 85. The May feeder cattle, 199.62, that was up 90 cents. August at 213.17, up 90 in September. $215.35, 100, that's up 72. Lean hog carcass contracts were mixed. April closed, 85.17, up 45. May at 94.40, up 27. June, 101.72, down 37. July, 104.10, that was down 42. On the Board of Trade, it's a struggle, this May contract. We had uh, corn down, big South American crops of beans and corn having an effect. May corn down a half a, down a half a dollar in the last week, and uh, yesterday soybean meal plunge taking bean prices down. But uh, let's look out to July contract, shall we? As July corn overnight up two cents at six twenty four. The oats at three thirty eight. The July wheat up three at seven seventeen. Soybeans up eight at fourteen seventy seven. Meal up thirty cents a ton, four hundred fifty eight dollars and sixty cents. Dairy prices on the commodities unchanged. Barrel cheese one fifty nine. Blocks a dollar ninety one. Butter two forty five a pound. February class three comes off the board now at seventeen eighty five. Later today we should get the official February class three. March up seventeen at eighteen oh three. April up a penny at seventeen sixty seven. May down three cents, eighteen oh four, and June down eighteen at eighteen fifty eight. So that's the way she looks this morning. As we look at the markets, courtesy of Rural Mutual Insurance, it's about eleven minutes after five o'clock and whack. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's March and spring is going to be here before too long. And that means uh, we're going to have the chicken coops active again. We're going to talk about that this morning on our Provision Partners Cooperative Program with Taylor Wilson, lifestyle specialist working with the Provision Partners retail stores and the uh, upcoming chicken season. And, Taylor, are you already Provision Partners all set to go for the upcoming chicken season? You bet, Bob. We are getting geared up for chicken season. It's going to be a big one this year. Give us an idea about uh, what you guys are going to do as far as taking orders from people. I assume you've taken a lot of them already. When the chicks might be delivered, uh, what kind of options we've got when ordering. Where are we at right now? Yeah, so ProVision Partners Co-op has quite a few different locations that you can order chicks from. 
Uh, we deal exclusively with Sunnyside Hatchery in Beaverdam, Wisconsin. And um, some of the locations that you can order chicks from that are ProVision Partners locations include Marshfield and Stratford, right in central Wisconsin, Hickston, uh, which also kind of western central Wisconsin, and then Seymour, Luxembourg, and Manitowoc on the eastern side of central Wisconsin as well. Um, those all offer chick sales through Sunnyside Hatchery. So you can call in, you can stop, um, and you can order your chicks now. In fact, I don't recommend waiting uh, with the demand for chicks this year just because of the prices of eggs. We know that the hatchery will sell out fast, and so uh, you can order chicks now either for mail order. Otherwise, you can put in your order and pick them up later this year. So generally, people are getting their chicks um, in April, uh, in May is most common um, so that you can have birds laying by this fall. Are we looking at a limit on how many chicks we can order? Definitely not a limit, but uh, what you're going to want to do is when you stop in or call any of our ProVision Partners locations, you're going to want to have an idea of what you'd like ordered and then a backup plan as well because it is pretty common that, say, uh, Sunnyside's rainbow agers, those those fun pullets that um, lay the green and the uh, brown and the blue eggs, they might be out of those for a specific date. And if you're really stuck on wanting your chicks in late April, you might have to have a backup plan for a different type of chick, or you might have to have a backup plan for a different day uh, of the year to get your chicks. And what kind of help, besides just getting people the chicks themselves, Taylor, what kind of help can provision partners provide as far as help with uh, the right kind of feed, the right kind of housing, taking care of those chicks? Yeah, so most of these locations that I discussed uh, for provision partners will carry um, a lot of supplies. So whether your your waters, your feeders, your um, vitamin, mineral, water additives, um, you know, daily medication type products. Uh, most will carry those type of products, but absolutely all of our feed locations, um, whether they're selling chicks or not, will have some of our homemade chicken products as well as Purina flock products. And so you're definitely going to want to use either the Purina Start and Grow medicated or non-medicated crumble feed to start your chicks or the Purina Homegrown Starter products. Any of those Purina products will give a great start to any of the meat birds uh, or the laying hens that or laying pullets that you might be purchasing through ProVision Partners. So we have everything that you need um, from feed to supplies to even getting the chicks at our ProVision locations. Um, and you might even want to check if, if you're at one of our retail locations, they have um, coupons or even uh, frequent buyer programs for our feed as well. So you'll want to sign up for those programs. And Taylor, you also mentioned Marshfield and Stratford areas you can buy the birds from. In Marshfield, you're having a, a special event. What's that and when is it? Marshfield is one of our retail locations. It's the Central Wisconsin Country Store on Peach Avenue right in town, and we are going to have our Country Store's Chick Chat event. This is an annual spring event that we do, uh, and we focus on those, those of you that might be new to chicks, so raising, feeding, caring for baby chicks from the day you pick them up until they lay their last egg. And that event is going to be March 14th, it's a Tuesday at 6 p.m., and we're going to have local experts, um, including a gentleman here local to Marshfield that uh, raises and hatches his own eggs um, and also shows at the fair. So we're really excited to have him uh, be the expert for our event, and uh, you might even see some, some chicks and some live birds. 
Oh, that should be fun. Hey, you got brown eggs, green eggs? You got any chickens you guarantee lay double yokers? Oh, man, we would uh, be millionaires by then if we could do that, right? I think so. Taylor, hey, thanks for the update. And again, uh, ordering is still possible and delivery is coming soon. Yes, absolutely. Pick up at or order and schedule a pickup at any of our ProVision Partners locations that I listed before, or you can visit the ProVision Partners website, www.provisionpartners.coop, and you can check out any of our retail or feed locations and get your chicks ordered. It's getting to be that time of the year. The chickens are coming home. Taylor Wilson with us, Lifestyle Specialist, on our ProVision Partners Cooperative Program. I'm Bob Bosold. Just about everybody in the low 30s this morning, and uh, we'll climb into the mid-30s today. A little snow up to the north. We've got some farm news to look at this morning, and uh, we're going to do that as, uh, again, we look at a little snow, maybe two to four inches up north, and maybe later in the week, some mixed precipitation down in the southern part of the listening area. We'll catch up on that next as we look at some of our news. And taking a look at some of the uh, news and agricultural economists at last week's annual USDA Outlook Conference said they expect farm debt to increase slightly this year, up about 3%, while farm equities will increase about 2%. That's because debt will grow faster than the growth of farm assets. They pointed to fertilizer and feed prices, which won't see the huge increases of a year ago, but they will still be higher priced. But they said the real problem will be interest rates, which are about 22% higher this year than they were a year ago. And uh, don't forget, today the deadline to send in those applications for farms that have been the same family for at least 100 years. Get in touch with the Wisconsin State Fair. That's who runs the program, the Wisconsin State Fair. And coming up, we're going to hear from a young lady from the uh, National Farmers Union Youth Council and what that's all about. That's next, right here on WAX. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Representing Wisconsin's farmers at a national level isn't for everyone. But for one woman, it was her dream. I'm Charity Seebecker from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Olivia Roth is a Wisconsin youth who is serving on the National Farmers Union Youth Advisory Council. She helps to promote policy and better the future of Wisconsin farmers. She explains how her family's values are what led her to this opportunity. I am a 20-year-old college student. I'm currently attending the University of Wisconsin-Whitewater. I'm studying English with a minor in Spanish. And I'm from a small town in the southern part of Wisconsin. It's called Albany. And there I live on my family's um, small local farm where we raise sheep and chickens and sometimes pigs. Um, And we just do all kinds of local stuff. We um, sell eggs, produce, that kind of stuff to uh, local people in the area. And we've lived there for about eight years now, um, all of which we've been working on the farm and slowly building up um, the types of uh, farming procedures and animals and stuff that we have there. How did you become involved in the Wisconsin Farmers Union? So 
my family was actually, we were some of the founding members of our chapter of the Wisconsin Farmers Union, which is the South Central chapter. When we moved to the area initially, my mom had found a group of women that were part of the Soil Sisters group, um, which is in that area. And they decided that they wanted to start a, a chapter of the Wisconsin Farmers Union down in the South Central part of the state. And so we had just moved, and we were like, oh, my gosh, this is a perfect opportunity. We're going to join um, because everything that the Farmers Union stands for is stuff that my family believes in. I mean, it's fairness for farmers. It's quality food. It's local businesses. It's cooperation. It's all that good stuff. And so I've been a member for eight years now, um, almost nine, and it's been incredible. I mean, I grew up in the youth program. So I would go to camp and I would do like the youth activities and stuff that were curriculum curated by the state of the Wisconsin Farmers Union. And it's been great. I mean, I've done it for so many years and I cannot imagine my life without it. You are currently serving on the National Youth Advisory Council. Can you talk about how did you get to be on the council? As a youth member of the Wisconsin Farmers Union, I grew up going to the summer camp up in Chippewa Falls. It was the best part of my summers growing up, and I absolutely adored it. So when I found out that I had the chance to go to the National Farmers Union All-State Leadership Camp, I was absolutely thrilled. And when I was there, I realized that, hey, like, when you go to all states, you have the chance to run for this National Youth Advisory Council, or NIAC. And that is something that a lot of the staff who worked at the Wisconsin Farmers Union State Summer Camp, um, a lot of them were on NIAC when they were my age. And I saw them doing that. I saw these role models in my life who had pursued this path. And when the opportunity was presented to me, I thought, hey, this could be really, really cool. And so I decided to run. So the process that goes into determining whether or not someone will be on the National Youth Advisory Council is Everyone at the camp on the second to last night will give a speech if you're interested in running. Um, you'll give that speech to everyone at the camp, all the staff, the campers, everyone there, and then there's a voting process. And the six people who get the most votes uh, win, and then they serve a year-long term on this council. I got elected at the end of June of 2022, so I'll serve all the way through June of 2023 when the next All-States camp is. What have you done so far in your role on the National Youth Advisory Council? I've gotten to do so many fun things. Um, this opportunity has opened so many doorways to things I probably would never have gotten to experience otherwise. Um, so some of the big things that you get to do as a member of NIAC are attend the National Farmers Union Legislative D.C. Fly-In which was held in this past September. And what we did there was we actually got to go talk to uh, national senators and representatives, all types of legislators, about rural and farm policy issues and things that the Farmers Union organization as a whole cares about. And 
Another thing that we are able to do is go to the National Farmers Union National Convention, and that's going to be held in March in San Francisco. Um, the location of the National Convention changes every single year, but this year it's in San Francisco, which is really exciting because I've never been to California before, so I'll get to go to that. And then also I will have a chance to, to help plan and run the next All-States Leadership Camp this coming summer. Is that part of your main role? Or take me through what your role is now being on the council. You have to do all these fun things, but what is your objective? Part of what the other five members of the council and myself do is advocate for agriculture, um, especially among young people. We want to bring awareness to it and help people understand what's going on. So we represent the entirety of the Farmers Union Youth Organization, um, the six of us, and we talk to people about it. We get to speak at the national convention um, about what Farmers Union does and what it means to us. But the main goal is to bring awareness and, you know, um, have a really active role in agriculture and spreading awareness about it. So you mentioned the upcoming convention. Do you guys help plan with that or are you guys just planning the youth part? So we'll be planning mostly the youth part, um, and then we'll be helping out as volunteers at the actual convention. Um, And what happens at the convention is uh, national policy is decided for the organization. So it's like what the organization believes in, um, the different things that the national level wants to focus on, and that happens as a very formal policy discussion with delegations from Farmers Union members from across the entire country. And we'll get to sit in on that and listen and observe the process, how that happens. But we'll also help out with, like, administrative stuff, um, you know, like making sure people are where they need to be at certain times, setting stuff up, and just behind-the-scenes stuff as well. And again, that young lady is Olivia Roth, member of the National Farmers Union Youth Council. And uh, I'll tell you, you've got to congratulate farm organizations, whether it be General farm organizations like the uh, the Farmers Union, the Farm Bureau, uh, breed organizations, other commodity organizations, really emphasizing youth education in agriculture, exposing them to the issues that, uh, you know, the adults in the organization deal with and vote on at convention and meetings and things like that. So these young people are getting involved. In fact, the uh, next youth council for the Department of Agriculture is uh, looking to be formed and any youth the one of beyond that committee will tell you more about that as it gets closer. But uh, applications are due by March 31st. But uh, our organization's uh, doing a wonderful job educating young people on the issues in agriculture, not just how to milk a cow or grow some corn, teaching them what the uh, effects of all that are. So uh, that's a good thing. Almost 5.30 in the morning, we've got Rocky's going to join us. He's going to educate us on where the markets are this week from over at Premier Livestock in Withy. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Hello, courtesy of a Johnson Tractor. Let's get over to Withy, Premier Livestock. Rocky is with us. Morning, Rocky. How you doing? I'm doing great. It looks like a nice morning. I was going to say, didn't did you get look, any, did you didn't get any snow? You didn't get any in Lublin? No. Oh, all right. Well, you might still get a little bit before the day is over. I don't think it's going to be causing any problems, but a little fresher around here, but not much. Well, we got uh, Wednesday already. We've had two days of marketing. How's that gone? Uh, 
thank you, Bob. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, here's how yesterday's special monthly dairy heifer auction shaped up. Sold over 400 head of dairy heifers. Very strong, active market all day. Cattle going to several states. Uh, top quality Holstein spring and heifers, 1550 to 19 and a quarter. Uh, better quality Holstein shortbreads, 1100 to 1650. And uh, most of the quality open heifers sold from a dollar twenty-five all the way up to dollar seventy-five per pound. We sold the top breeding age open heifers uh, at thirteen fifty. Like I said, very strong market yesterday. Today, Wednesday, uh, got a big hay auction. Excellent selection of hay and bedding. That's going to get underway at nine thirty. Uh, then dairy cattle auction will be at eleven. Outstanding lineup of uh, dairy cattle, uh, predominantly parlor freestall cattle today. We're expecting over three hundred head of dairy cattle have a complete herd of 120 Holstein parlor freestyle cows, 80-pound uh, average, 175 cell count cow cell on test. Years and years of AI breeding through ABS. Most of that herd is bred uh, AI to Angus. Uh, many trailer loads of fancy, fancy fresh parlor freestyle cows from some of our top consigners. Uh, there's well over 200 first and second lactation parlor freestyle cows. Got some really fancy springing heifers today as well. Uh, full listing with details and pictures on our website at premierlivestockandauctions.com. Uh, questions, give us a call, 715-229-2500. Don't forget, large machinery auction. Uh, it's coming up March 24th. It looks to be a very, very full auction. Um, uh, looks like we're going to have well over 50 tractors on the sale. Uh, if you got equipment to sell, get it in soon. Call us. Get it consigned. Uh, but we can't take any deliveries of equipment this Friday. Please note that. We probably won't be able to get you unloaded. Uh, it'll be a very busy horse sale. We're expecting over 300 for this Friday. So that is the way it's shaped up, Bob. What time's that horse sale start? Uh, I believe they started at uh, 9.30. Oh, boy. Well, they got a lot to go through, that's for sure. Yep, they'll be driving horses as soon as the day breaks. So. I was going to say, you going to be out there trying a few out? Uh, probably not. Probably <laughs> not. I'll leave that to the professionals. There you go. Thanks, Rocky. We'll talk to you in the morning. Thank you. There he goes. Rocky Olson over there at Premier Livestock in Withy. We'll check with Mike in our weather next. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, it's March, and it's not too bad. Let's find out what we've got to look forward to here the first part of March. Weather brought to you by Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. Mike Dandry is over at Skywarn 13. I didn't see the stocking cap this morning. What do you do, get a lot? <laughs> Maybe he got snowed in someplace, but uh, yeah, there he is. I hear him wrestling around his paper someplace over there at the weather room. Mr. Dandria. Mr. Bosold. I just got in here. I figured that. <laughs> Probably yeah. heard me rustling around a little bit. Yeah, huh? I did. I, I say I didn't see you with a stocking cap on this morning. No, I, I did put it on for, I think, the 5 o'clock, and I know that was just out of habit because I walked in. I was like, why am I wearing this right now? I was hot out on the patio. Yeah, it's, a, it's nice for the 1st of March, certainly coming in like a lamb. Yes, it absolutely is. Now, we did have a few scattered snow showers, but we're not quite out of the woods yet. We will have... A few more chances at some precipitation that may have a few raindrops mixed in uh, with some snowflakes. Otherwise, our highs climbing to the mid-30s for the most part, and we could have some breezy conditions, mostly out of the east. By the time this is all said and done, towards Eau Claire, we could see an accumulation, maybe about a half inch to an inch. Otherwise, to the north, that's where they have a better chance at seeing anywhere in the neighborhood of two to four inches. Tonight, mostly cloudy, lows dipping to around the teens, some places even cooler than that, as we will have a few breaks in the cloud cover. But then tomorrow, Friday, intervals of clouds and sun with highs into the mid to upper 30s. And looking at this weekend, similar story, but maybe just a little bit more in the way of cloud cover. 
Sunday afternoon into the evening, though, we'll see a few more clouds start to roll in, and that'll bring us a chance at some precipitation that may last us into Monday. But highs climbing to the upper 30s and potentially low 40s on Monday, and Tuesday brings us a partly sunny sky and highs into the upper 30s. Right now, we do have a mostly cloudy sky and a temperature of 32 degrees and a wind chill of 25 degrees in Eau Claire. Well, that's not bad for the 1st of March. I will definitely take this. I guess so. And so if we get snow up north, how much maybe? It uh, looks like it could be anywhere in the neighborhood of two to four inches. All right. We can deal with that. I think so, especially for how much that we've gotten through most of the winter. <laughs> I guess so. Thanks, Mike. You bet. Mike Dandry over at the Skywarn 13 looking at our weather on wax. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Are you old enough to recognize the name Dale Evans? Nope. Refresh me. Roy Rogers and Dale. Oh, Evans. okay. Sorry, I'm watermilk. More... Yeah, I trigger. can. I can do uh, what? What with hee haw? There you go. You got to move it up <laughs> a little bit for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dale Evans and what was her name? Buttermilk, I think, was the name of her horse. But, See, I uh, can do a mini pro with the tag hanging off her head. We got to get to that. You can't go all the way back to Dale Evans. I know, but for you, I'll try to dust off the archives. Oh boy, that's a lot of <laughs> dust on there too. Morgan McCarthy in the newsroom this morning. Good morning, Morgan. What's going on? Hey, good morning, Bob. We'll start with headlines that keep us pretty close to our area. Good morning. Now, here's what we're learning today when it comes to a judge that has dismissed a lawsuit over Eau Claire School's gender policy as a federal judge says the group Parents Protecting Our Children doesn't have the standing to sue over the policy as some parents continue to react over a policy that would hide gender changes at school from parents. Eau Claire School is arguing none of the parents who sued over the policy had children impacted. Meanwhile, lawyers for the group say they will appeal. As we look into other headlines, what about the wolf population? Well, it'll take a while. It's before we see those numbers and reaction to Wisconsin's new wolf plan. The state's Department of Natural Resources not saying when it will release public comments on the new plan. DNR officials says they will eventually come out. On the deadline for people to comment on the new plan, which sets policies for everything from hunting and trapping to the state's wolf population goals, did end last night. So now the DNR says they're going to collect all of that, kind of filter through it and process what they have to work with. The price take for Wisconsin's race for Supreme Court continues to go in one direction. You can imagine what that is. Up, and that includes uh, the impact, which tracks ad buying in races across the country, saying that the pro-Dan Kelly group brought $180,000 in ads, which is smaller compared to the $1.4 million you have in ads for Janet Protasiewicz. The two candidates and the groups that support them spent $9 million in the primary totals, and they're expected to surpass that between now and April's election. We go to the Capitol level where Wisconsin Republicans are working on a plan to prevent the number of tuition increases at UW schools. A bill in the state legislature would only allow University of Wisconsin to raise in-state tuition with the rate of inflation. The Wisconsin Board of Regents froze tuition for the current school year after the Wisconsin legislature returned tuition control to the board. Well, they were around the meeting table last night and it looks like a thumbs up with wheels moving ahead on those transit center apartments. We talked a little bit about this yesterday. They were going to tackle this as it's been a little bit of a struggle finding a developer to take on that project, which is why some incentive money was added with a total of $5 million being approved for those apartments that are still being worked on above the transit hub in downtown Eau Claire. Maybe you've driven through that area and see some of the big construction projects that are going on there. 
And you can say yes to Giannis and a butter burger. If you're a Culver's fan and you like your concrete mixers, hey, my hand's in the air. Giannis now also on the butter burger train, and they had a big diaper rally. This was for needy families, and they actually came together for a very good cause. Culver's announced it donated 54,000 diapers to the Milwaukee Diaper Mission, which Giannis has worked with for years. Culver's took the idea from Giannis after a couple of weeks ago, got some free burgers, and he said that he chose Culver's because Chick-fil-A didn't give him anything for free after he won the NBA title a couple of years ago. We take it back to where the burgers start. That's the barn with Bob Bolsold in your Midwest Farm Report on Wax 104.5. Well, he made a good choice. I Culver's think so, too. Butter burger's better than the, the Chick-fil-A. I will take a butter burger any day of the week. you got to love Giannis, and one of my favorite stories about him is that uh, his, one of his favorite treats, he said he never realized that you could dunk Oreos in milk. So he'll take a big stack of Oreos, a cold glass of milk, and that's one of his favorite treats. So oh, oh go. boy. Good man. Hey, it counts as lunch for me. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of lunch, that's for sure. Yeah. Thanks, Morgan. Anytime, Bob. Morgan McCarthy in the newsroom this morning. And we're about 19 minutes, sneaking up on 18 before 6 o'clock. Again, 32 degrees right now. We'll go up 4 or 5. And again, maybe uh, some more snow up north of Eau Claire. 2 to 4 inches today. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, 16 minutes now before uh, 6 o'clock. And uh, taking a look at uh, more news in agriculture, we're going to look at this Outlook Conference as far as dairy in a moment. Well, dairy projections were also part of the Outlook Conference, and economists project the dairy herd will average around 9.83 million head this year. That's the smallest herd since back in 2005, and that's because they're projecting higher feed costs and lower milk prices this year. Class 3 price forecast to average 1790 this year, with the all-milk price to be 2017. That's down from 2022, but still the second highest since 2014. The replacement heifer market is also expected to be down by 2% this year to the lowest number since 2005 because of higher feed costs and lower milk prices. And so far this year, dairy farmers across the country have culled 8% more cows from their herd than they did a year ago. And we'll get the official February Class 3 coming out later today. And uh, we'll see. Will it make 1790? We'll, we'll wait and see, but that's later today. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's get to the market, see what happened over at the Equity Altoona Barn yesterday. And uh, Jim Lindsay, the market manager, has all the numbers. Choice beef steers and efforts $1.30 to $1.58. Choice dairy cross steers and efforts $1.30 to $1.50. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers $1.44 to $1.50. Choice Holstein steers $1.25 to $1.43. Select underfinished heavyweight oversized steers and heifers $1.24 and down. Top 20% of the cold cows sold from $89 to $1.00 with a top of $101.50. 60% of the cows sold from $66 to $88. The bottom 20% of the cows sold from $65 and down. Organic market on Tuesday, 80% of the organic cows sold from $1.15 to $1.36. Bottom 20% of the organic cows sold from $1.14 and down. Cold bulls sold from $95 to $1.10. We had a top of $1.13. Thin, full horn, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the 95-pound and up Holstein bull calves sold from $50 to $165 per head. Light and poor quality calves sold from $50 per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from $100 to $315 per head. 
Our next special feeder sale is this Friday, March 3rd, starting at noon. All feeder sales are live on Cattle USA. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Cattle USA or to consign cattle to upcoming sale, feel free to give us a call at 715-835-3104. To check out our early consignments, go to the Equity Livestock Market consignment page and click on the Altoona Market. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. Thank you, Jim. And just a reminder, the uh, annual meetings are coming up for the uh, Equity Districts, March 13th for Altoona and Barron at the Off-Broadway Banquet Center in Menominee. That'll be 11 o'clock in the morning on the Monday the 13th. And then uh, in the evening, the Sparta annual meeting at Beatles Bar and Restaurant in Centerville. That'll be at 7 p.m. And uh, Mr. Fitzgerald will join us. The Stratford annual meeting will be at the Country Air on St. Patrick's Day, March 17th. That'll be at 11 a.m., but uh, if you want to go, register ahead of time so they know you're going to be there, and they'd love to have you in attendance. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Here, let's get over to Stratford where Mr. Fitzgerald is anxiously awaiting St. Patrick's Day for more than just the annual meeting. Corned beef and cabbage, what are you going to have on St. Patrick's Day, Jer? I don't know, Bob. We'll have to wait and see when it gets here, but it's always a, <laughs> you know, kind of like a national holiday, oh, unofficial first unofficial first day of spring, uh, nice weather, hopefully, but, you know. High school basketball to... tournament is on. Yeah, well, you know what happens when basketball tournaments come. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's the legend, but we'll see what happens. So far, so good in March. That's uh, It's coming in pretty quiet. Did you have any fresh snow on the ground this morning? Did you look out? No, not yet, um, um, but there, I'm looking at the radar. It looks like it's kind of coming from the uh, northwest down to you guys, and then I don't know how it's going to go through the rest of the state. But no, right now I don't have anything. It's still a nice uh, morning, 29 degrees. Yeah, it's a very nice morning out there. Well, can you make it any nicer? How is the market report? Well, uh, one good thing about Bob, thank you, and uh, one good thing about the weather uh, continues to be very strong markets on, uh, on fed cattle and on market cows, and so we'll... Uh, Recap yesterday's sale here at Stratford. Uh, first of all, in the organic market, we sell organic cows every Tuesday here in Stratford. High-yielding organic cows in yesterday's auction selling from 132 to 144. Lower-yielding organic cows, 128 and below. Now back to the conventional-type cows, still a very strong market on those. High-yielding, fleshy Holstein cows in yesterday's auction selling from 90 all the way up to a dollar a pound. Most of the cows this week so far have been selling from uh, 69 to 89. Thinner cows like carcass cows, 68 and below. Bull trade on the light test so far this week, mostly from 90 to 108. Lightweight bulls, 88 and below. Uh, fed cattle, most of those will be sold today, so we'll update on those tomorrow morning. Calf market this week, also fully steady market on the calves. Good demand, Holstein bull calves weighing 90 to 130 pounds. Are selling from 100 to 225. Uh, Monday we topped at 235. Uh, heifer calves, fairly limited demand this week, though, mostly $40 and below. Beef calves, also very strong, 175 to 375. And we've topped at uh, $400 on those uh, earlier in the week here. So we are at Wednesday already, full marketing day on tap. We'll get underway this morning right away here with market cows. As I mentioned, fed cattle, sheep, hog, and goats, baby calves. Our feeder auction, feeder cattle auction will be a, um, a 12.30 start. And it looks like uh, things will be sort of back to normal this week. Of course, uh, last Thursday, uh, a lot of auctions were canceled. But we uh, will be up and running tomorrow, Thursday, as per usual, 11 o'clock start time for tomorrow's auction. And uh, also selling full marketing day tomorrow, including market cattle and baby calves. So anyway, Bob, that's what we have this, folks, this morning. And thank you for the... Uh, 
intro on the annual meetings coming up pretty fast here. March is a busy, busy month for a lot of stuff. So, and I got to take a look and see how some of the um, early round uh, boys games went last night. I know there's uh, quite a few. Uh, ladies that are be playing, I think on Friday, yeah, Thursday or Friday. The sectionals for the girls is this weekend, and then uh, their tournament will be in Green Bay, and then the boys sectional the weekend after, and then St. Patrick's weekend will be the state tournament down in Madison. So uh, that's where we are. You have a good one, and we'll talk to you in the morning. You too, Bob. Enjoy the day. Thank you. We'll do it, Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. And our market's brought to you by Synergy Cooperative in Ridgeland. So, uh, again, we uh, thank those folks for being along with us on the farm show. The Board of Trade yesterday was lower. The May contracts are the near-month contract right now, and uh, you know, or March, rather, and uh, they, they dropped big South American crops to deal with with corn and beans. Soybean meal plunged yesterday, but let's look out to July, shall we, as we start uh, thinking about the, the year ahead contracting. Uh, July corn overnight up two cents at 624. The oats unchanged 338. July wheat up three at 717. July soybeans up eight at 1477. Soybean meal up 30 cents a ton at $458.60. Country elevator prices at Northside Elevator locations in Loyal. The corn cash is at five eighty a bushel. Soybeans fourteen twenty six. In Arcadia, the corn is five ninety three. The soybeans fourteen thirty one. Wheat and grain Chippewa Falls five seventy six and fourteen twenty six. Connorsville corn five seventy six. The beans fourteen twenty one. On the DTN screen, corn at Golden Plump six dollars a bushel today. Baldwin five eighty five, beans fourteen twenty six, Duran five eighty and fourteen twenty one. The corn at Mondovi is five eighty five, the beans fourteen twenty six. At Elwood, the corn is also five eighty five, the beans fourteen thirty one. In uh, Fall Creek, five seventy one on the corn, fourteen oh one on the beans. Osseo is five ninety and fourteen thirty one. At Elk Mound, five eighty six and fourteen twenty seven. Melrose Farm Service now down in Sparta. This corn price caught my attention today when I looked at it, but the corn price reported from Melrose Farm Service in uh, Sparta six sixty two a bushel today. Soybeans fourteen twenty three. Ellsworth five sixty and thirteen eighty one. Ethanol plants. Boyceville five ninety six. Stanley five eighty seven. To Richmond five seventy nine. Dairy products unchanged. Barrel cheese one fifty nine. Blocks one ninety one. And butter two forty five a pound. February class three comes off the board seventeen eighty five. We'll get that update later today. March up seventeen at eighteen oh three. April up one at seventeen sixty seven. May down three at eighteen oh four. And June down eighteen at eighteen fifty eight. As we look at the markets, courtesy of Synergy Co-op. Not a bad day today. Again, if you're uh, north of Eau Claire, maybe two, three, four inches of snow to deal with. High going to be 36. It'll be in the 30s, well, the next four or five days. March not so bad after all. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed and Montovi. And the Chilson family of brand dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadok. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com. <laughs>